0: hey what's happening this is your host tinto and before we get started on this weekend's episode i'd like to give a shout out to those that got me coffees starting with you jb thank you so much for your generous contribution and your commentary reads one of my favorite podcasts long overdue thank you sir hey thank you very much jb and taguma franklin munetti hey this guy is my lighty from (laughs) from god knows when i think i knew this dude since he was two years old (laughs) and for him to do this for me is really really special man Thanks, young man. That's a really generous contribution. You didn't leave a comment, but you don't have to because you've been commenting about my life all your life anyway. If you'd like to support the podcast in a similar way, please head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash feeling station and give as your spirit leads. Remember, there's nothing that is too small to support the podcast that you've grown to love. With that out of the way, let's get straight into this weekend's episode. Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Welcome to The Feeling Station, a podcast that touches on romantic family and breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give lessons from their experiences. I hope you find the story entertaining, but more importantly, meaningful given the lessons behind everything we're going to talk about today. Now, the podcast is very popular for two main reasons. The first being I do my best to uh, keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun part for me. Are you ready for this one?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: So, the name that I've chosen for you is Sadiqi. Sadiqi. Yeah, which is S-A-D-I-K-I. I -I. I don't know how you want to shorten that. You could have it as sad, you could have it as... Sadi. Yeah, Sadi. Hey, that sounds a bit gloomy, (laughs) Jack. (laughs) But when you look at the weather, it's also a bit gloomy It's kind of reflective of what's looking But I hope your episode is not a sad one
1: uh, Well, we'll see how Mm, it goes I also don't know
0: So your name is Sadiqi And that means somebody who's faithful and loyal
1: Well, describes Mm. me accurately
0: And does it describe what you were like during the relationship accurately?
1: Yes, it does
0: Was he faithful and loyal?
1: I, I hope he was
0: does that mean you suspected, but you just never found out?
1: Yes, I did have my suspicions at some point, but I, I, I didn't want to look into it. Mm. I was afraid of what I would find, so I just, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. sometimes I choose peace. Exactly. That reminds me of this little video I saw on Instagram <laughs> once where this girl's boyfriend had left the car. And the phone was in the car and the phone was facing upwards. She just turned it upside down. And she said, I choose peace. I choose peace,
1: peace exactly. <laughs> so, so that's pretty much what
0: you did. You chose peace.
1: Sometimes peace peace is, is the yeah. thing that comes first before anything yeah. else. So yeah, 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 I chose my peace.
0: Cool. So that's your name. What are you calling him for this episode?
1: Okay, so we're going to call him Demi.
0: Demi. Yep. Just, just D-E-M-I?
1: Yes, You're Demi. Right.
0: But why Demi. <laughs>
1: I know it's a strange one, yeah. but for two reasons, I'm going to call him Demi. For the mm. first one, it's a joke that me and my friend always make. When we see somebody that's, if you see a guy that's good looking, over six foot, we just say, okay, he's he's, he's beyond human. He's a demigod. Oh yeah, I yeah. so yeah, like that. you yeah. see the demigod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, was this guy a good looking Ooh, fella?
1: Jesus Christ. Mm. I'm talking over six foot, duck skin, chocolate. You should see you, you should see
0: your face as you're saying this oh, it's please, almost as please, if you can
1: you leave my my face alone <laughs> this is not hey hey please
0: guys honestly i wish you could see what i'm seeing here as she described it's a damn shame you guys broke up if this is well, how you felt about his looks was, just based on what was you. was really. wow
1: and the second reason is, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, a demigod is, 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 an, is a deity that's above humans and everything. So yeah, I yeah. felt like at some point he, he played God with my emotions for a very long time. Because how I felt depended on how he treated me and everything revolved around him. And he was easily playing God with my emotions. So for that reason, I'm going to call him Demi. Yo,
0: that is deep, man. And it's so relatable. This has got to be the best description of a, of a name I've been given.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, I... you,
0: now you've done a damn good job.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: And the second reason why the podcast is popular is the real life lessons that people learn from the experience you're going to talk about today. So, have you got any lessons for me?
1: Yep. I hmm. have um, a Fire couple away. of lessons with me. Let's go. So, the first lesson is you're not crazy and it's not in your head. Mud. Yeah, you know how we always talk about, oh, well, our God always tries to communicate, but we do not listen. Mm. It's because every time your God tries to tell you something, because you're not ready to accept the truth, you say, well, maybe I'm reading too much into it.
0: Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I'm being
1: paranoid, yeah. exactly. And then that's your gut communicating with you and go with it in the first instance.
0: So you're basically saying you're not crazy. To you're, your not crazy. Yeah. you're not crazy. You're
1: not crazy. Don't let sense. anybody convince you that, well, you're you're overreacting or mm. you're reading way too much into something. Mm. And then uh, the second lesson is uh, a good guest knows when to leave. <laughs> Do not overstay your world.
0: Do you know I'm laughing? Yeah. The number of times I've had some some event, and I'm just sat there thinking, bro, it's time for you to go.
1: It's been and good. And this
0: guy is not getting the message. <laughs> they're asking for another drink. Exactly. They're saying where they can put their feet up. And then now you're thinking, if I tell him, I'll sound rude, this has got to be the best lesson you stop ever. You
1: telling them, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. yeah, can you play the next song?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I'm ready to go Excuse yeah, me okay. I've had
1: it with you mm-hmm. And um, the next lesson is It's natural to fall out of love
0: Yeah. Ooh. Falling out of
1: love is just as easy as falling in love nice. And people should be honest The moment you feel like you don't feel the same anymore It's important you communicate it with the next person So that they know
0: mm, Nice
1: Yeah. So they don't keep something going for so long When you're not in it anymore It's It's a bit unfair
0: Deep. You got another one?
1: Yeah, the last lesson is love is not enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't just, I love you. I die. You know. Actions, need, actions. Needless to
0: say, this is one that I say all the time. Yeah. That if whatever it is you have is hinged on love, you are screwed.
1: Exactly. Love doesn't move on its own. It comes mm. with other things. It comes with care. It comes with good communication. It yeah. comes with actions to back up
0: what the love. Say? Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So love is not enough. It takes more than just love for two people to be together.
0: Cool. So I'll play those back. First one up. You're not crazy. It's not in your head. Uh, number two, a good guess knows when to leave. <laughs> number three, it's natural to fall out of love. And finally, love is not enough. Yep. Cool. sadiki uh, let's get straight into it. Why? Where did you meet Demi and why did you feel, oh, this is the guy I'm going to say yes to?
1: Uh, okay. So I think this is a bit of a mashup of a relationship, friendship breakup because it's It's everything changed together in one. So I'll give a bit of a backstory that led to me meeting um, Demi. So I had just moved to a different country from my home country. Mm -hmm. I was the new girl. I'd stayed in one place for a a short time. Mm -hmm. I moved to a different place, but mind you, this was during the pandemic. Mm. So there wasn't anything happening. I wasn't able to go around to meet people. So imagine how lonely the life is. You've just moved and... Before you interact with anybody, you're closed in the house. Wow. So that took a bit of a strain on me. And I was lucky I had uh, some housemates. I Mm. was staying with some girls. And we're going to call the other girl baby mama because when I moved into the house, she was uh, pregnant. She was going to be a first-time mom. She was young. She was scared. And I also had my thing of just moving, trying to settle in. So we just instantly clicked for some reason. Mm -hmm. I became the friend she needed and... She became the friend that I needed.
0: I'm assuming the guy wasn't in the picture.
1: No, he was not in the picture. So she was by herself and, Mm. you know, she was scared and terrified. And I had to, I kind of felt like I was a big sister because she was a year younger than I was. And we shared the same birthday. Mud! Yeah. So we I, I became very close to her and she was helping me in ways she could as well. Like given that there wasn't too much movement or anything happening at the time. Mm. So we got along and she was helping me out and we were quite cool. And then I just thought, because I was meant to start college in September, right? And this was around mm, February, March-ish. Mm. So I said, well, as I wait for college to open up, I'll just try and get a job.
0: Mm-hmm. And mind you,
1: this is pandemic. People were actually losing jobs. So it was kind of hard to like get something. So she recommended me to apply where she was working before because mm-hmm. it was like an online store. They stayed open mm-hmm. during the pandemic and they were actually busy
0: because
1: mm-hmm. this was like a luxury store. It would be like your suffrages or your house of free. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So oh, she helped me apply and I got the job and everything was grand. So she told me, when you go to this place, you will meet one guy I once dated,
0: right? Hey. Before I got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But they were still cool. Actually, they would video call and everything. They were Mm. quite cool. They had become good friends. So she's like, you go there, you meet him. I'll tell him you're coming over so that he can help you out. I'm like, oh, okay, this is grand. It's perfect, actually. Mm -hmm. And we were staying with another girl who was related to this guy as well. So all together, everybody was helping me get by. And Mm -hmm. the, the relative got me there, introduced me to this guy. It's like, oh, well. And he had another friend, so they were just we just call them the boys. Like, oh, yeah. these are the boys; they'll mm. help you around because there weren't a lot of people from our country in the company, anyways. So we got along, Tento. We got along very, very well. We became the best of friends. We were hanging out. Actually, that's when lockdown would be lifted and everything mm-hmm. else. So they always used to mention that oh, I have we have an older brother, but he used to stay with us here, and then he moved to a different city or something like that. I never really bothered to see like what he looks like or mm. what is he about he because wasn't, he's,
0: he's far, he wasn't. It so was exactly not exactly my readers. business
1: at that point exactly. And yeah. I had my friends there. I had baby mama, mm.
0: and
1: would hang out together. You know, everything was was good. So one day, one of the boys posted a status on Instagram, mm. which was the two boys and the brother, right? Mm. And I looked, I'm like, oh, who is this? And then he just said, oh, that's Demi. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's he's cute. That's mm-hmm. all I said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never really looked into it. We just left it at that. And then we carried on. And then um, the other boy now had a birthday party. This was like Mesh, mm-hmm. And obviously he, in, he invited his brother and I was also meant to attend the party as the friend. So the party started during the day. I was at work, blah, blah, blah. I finished work. Went straight over. So by the time I got there, everybody was there. You know, everybody's all lit because it was like a barbecue thing from, oh, from yeah, during yeah, the yeah. day. Mm. I got there like around 10 ish, you know, when people were already there. Yeah. They were waved. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And uh, this was the first time I was attending a party in this country. So, like, I didn't know what to expect, what how to dress. And I kind of went a little overboard because.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were overdressed. <laughs>
1: Ish, I was overdressed. I went all out.
0: It's better to be overdressed than underdressed. Exactly, though, that's what me? I
1: thought, yeah. you know. And then the moment I walked into the room, mm. I'm telling you, into there was like mm. dead silence. Everybody's looking at me like, who is mm. she? Mm. And there were people that we worked with that were seeing me out of my scraps for the first
0: time. So they were like, like what?
1: like, what? Where mm. are your rags? Who's this person? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I look so different. And everyone was like all over me like, oh my God, you look amazing and all of that stuff. Mm. So, no, just to, you know, like, I was like, Here, stop it, guys. Now I'm blushing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to go, like, fix a drink or something just to get the attention away from me. And then mm. I looked across the, the room. Mm. Lo and behold, there he stood.
0: Demi God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He looked better in person than the picture I had seen. And at this point, I'm like, Jesus Christ, take the wheel. Yeah. Before I could even do it, he started walking towards me. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I had to compose myself. I had to compose myself. And then he came, he was smooth. You know, when somebody is smooth, he was so laid back here. This energy to him that was like, he's not rushed. You know, he was just so laid back. And then he's like, oh, hi. And I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Sadie. And he's like, oh, um, I'm Demi. mm and i'm like yeah oh you must be the older brother he's like oh yeah it's me finally get to meet you and it's like i didn't do enough justice in describing how beautiful you are
0: <laughs> take me home
1: at this point i'm done and you understand after that he just he just left he that and just left and i'm like excuse me say what game are you playing i don't like
0: it <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it was a two-minute conversation.
1: Dude, it was so brief. He just said mm. that, and then he's like, "Oh, I'll see you around," and he left, and I'm like, just like that. So I'm like, ah, whatever. The night went on, we danced, but I was I was exhausted because I had yeah, worked yeah. like a twelve-hour shift and mm. came straight to the party, mm. and also because of the lockdown, like the cops kept coming and knocking on the door. You know, like how many people are in the house? You know, and they, those were the days they were finding people. Like they'll make you pay like 450 queen, four fifty quid for. Being in the wrong place.
0: Yeah, I think we were allowed to have about six people. Exactly,
1: exactly. So they had come like two different times and given a warning. So we mm. just said, you know what? Let's just uh let's just dismiss the party yeah, because yeah. it's too risky, right? Mm-hmm. So the other guy that was there was like, no, yours can come to my house. It's a bit laid back, you know. It's not exactly as posh as this area. So the police aren't really like on our case like that. Mm. And the neighbors are not going to call the cops anyways because yeah, they're good people.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So we went over that side. Ah, but when I got there, I was so exhausted. So yeah. like it was only just me, the boys, Demi, and a couple of other friends, because it was now just a smaller party, and people mm. were like playing games and stuff. I was exhausted, man. So I just got there. I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a power nap on the couch. Mm. And everyone was even making fun of me, like, who comes to sleep at a at party, party yeah, really? Yeah. But yeah. I was, I was with baby mama, and it was her first night out since she gave birth. So I saw how much fun she was having. I said, I'm not gonna take that away from her by oh, saying, let's go back home, okay. exactly. So I'm like, I'm just gonna stick around for like a bit longer, you know, cause she, she's, she's clearly having a good time. Mm. So I slept on the sofa. Demi comes now because I was wearing shorts. He's covering me with his jacket. He's making sure I'm comfortable. I'm (laughs) like, "Uh, I like where this is going.
0: (laughs) The Demi God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Mm. And the thing is like, I listen to a lot of Drake. Like I love Drake Mm. so much. And Mm. so did he. So I'm like, oh my God, for the first time, I've met a guy who likes Drake the same way I do and doesn't feel like a simp about it. Mm. This is amazing. He was pulling Drake lines, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh my
0: god, this so, is this so is well, my soulmate. <laughs> so, so, wait, and when you say he was pulling Drake Drake lines, um, was he randomly putting Drake lines into the conversation? Into the conversation, suite? and then you'd be able exactly. to connect oh, exactly. This is from that song, and I'm like, so. that's the song
1: you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. So I was gonna have a party in about two two months' time, but Mm. I'd already started doing the preparations because it was going to be out of town. It was a big thing and I was doing it for myself and baby mama as well. Remember we share birthday. I felt she needed a big break. Mm. So I was giving people invites like way before time so that they'd arrange for the transportation and everything else. So I just asked him, I said, oh, uh, are you coming to my party? He said, you never invited me. I'm like, well, the boys are coming so you should come with them. And then he said, no, I want a special invite. Like, okay mm. he said you have to send it personally to me I'm like oh how am I gonna do that because I don't like have your number or, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you put po- you po- a smooth one I told you this dude was smooth <laughs> he was smooth <sighs> yeah. Smooth in his operation, oh I'm gosh. telling you. So I'm like, how am I gonna give you? Because I,
0: <laughs> I don't have your number. Tell, tell me you clocked. That's what he was getting. Of at.
1: course I did. Of course I did, dude. I knew. I knew what he was doing, mm. and I was going along with it. Mm. So he gave me his socials, and I'm like, okay, I'll send it to you. But honest to God, hand on heart, when I saw him for the first time, yeah. my first impression of him was like, no. This is not the kind of guy that you date. Why? It's getting to the part where you judge me if you
0: want. Why?
1: But I was like, you know what? This is a guy that you just smash and pass. This is not somebody (laughs) that you (laughs) establish something with. And I
0: even told him at some point, like... Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute before you go too far. Yeah. Smash and pass is lingo that I hear amongst guys. Well... Right. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time I'm hearing it come uh, from, from the other side. Is that a thing with girls as well? As in, you can decide for yourself, this is a smash and pattern. Yeah,
1: girls know yeah. as well. They, they just don't tell you and they act like, oh, we want a relationship. But there are some people that you meet and then you know. or well, at least for me, I just know that, no, we're not attaching any strings to this one.
0: So for you, you say, man, you're like, oh, this one.
1: You gave me, I told smash him, and- I told him that you gave me fuckboy energy. Mad. from the get-go because i was like i think this guy's cute mm. and the way he's so smooth with his lines and Ageing, everything like, there's I was no
0: like, way uh, you can go for anything mm, long term mm, yet yeah. mm, 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 mm. mm.
1: and that's what i engraved in my mind i mm. told myself you're not going to get in a relationship with this guy if anything is to happen it's no strings attached mm. don't don't do it it's dangerous yeah, yeah so he gave me his socials the following day i just uh, went on his instagram and i sent him the invite i'm like oh there you go. It's not special enough. Cause he said he wanted a special invite. I'm like, it's not special enough. He's like, yeah, okay, I will definitely be there. You're gonna come anyways, what mm-hmm. you
0: <laughs>
1: And then he, we just started talking from there, and so we're talking every day, like on Instagram. And then he did something that you always ask, cause it doesn't make sense to me as well. Someone would say like, oh. I'm hardly on Instagram, so I'll need your number so that we can talk, like, on messages. You know,
0: I was going to get to that, but I didn't want to dwell on it for too long. If you guys know you're going to communicate, why are you bothering going the long way around? Socials, when you're going to end up with the number anyway. So why didn't you give him his number from day one? I mean, why didn't you give your number?
1: I I, I don't know. We just started off from the socials. I guess it's a bit of, like, an interview phase where you go and scan the profile, like, okay, okay. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but we do it anyway. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he got my number, and now we're talking on iMessage every day and everything. And also, my friendship was going very well with the boys and baby mama. And so we kind of had, like, this gang thing going mm. on. We were like a group of friends. We hang out all the time. If there's no lockdown, we go to the movies, we do something together. You know, like, we were just very, like into each other and enjoying each other's company. Mm -hmm. And that was going well as well. And then like Demi, somehow just joined into the gang. So we had like a group who do group calls every night and all of that. Mm -hmm. It was nice. You know, everything was going great. So this is me now. I have a job. I have friends. I'm talking to somebody. And ah, well, I thought things are going great. So, um, before my birthday, we planned to have like a games night where we just meet and play games, drinking games, and all of that as as a group because it was summer now. It's very hot.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, we went to the beach and all of that. And yeah, Demi actually came because he was like, um, he stays like a two and a half hour drive from where I stay. So, he came down. We did the games night and everything. And on that night, (laughs) something happened. (laughs) (laughs) We explored (laughs) insights. Also known yeah. as? Um, yeah. We slept together on that night of the games night. Just so all like, oh, we're so drunk, da, 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 da. And in my head, I was like, you know what? This is the end of it. Remember what I told myself from the get-go?
0: Exactly. That this is a I day had that told, just exactly, So
1: I was like, you know what? This yeah. is it. This is the end. Nothing else is going to happen. And mm-hmm. this means nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it pains my heart
0: to say this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This was a waste of sin.
0: A waste of sin, yeah? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I've never heard that. Do you know what I say? A waste of sin. uh This was the master of all shit checks. Oh
0: my God. It was horrible. No, don't say that. On God,
1: on God I swear. Don't say that. It was horrible. So under normal circumstances, when something like this happens, I'll get to my house and block your number. You will not hear from me again. But for some reason, because we had started talking and we were bonding, I was like...
0: Yeah. "I will Wait a minute, what happened? Why was it so shit?
1: I don't know. Like, I asked him about it at some point and then he said he was too drunk.
0: You st- oh, what, he couldn't get it up?
1: It, he, he got it up, but I don't know what was happening. Like, it, it, it was just all over the place and at some point I just turned my back and I slept I'm like I'm not I'm not staying for this honestly honestly I I couldn't get on with it it was just so bad Ah. (laughs) Mm. I looked at him I'm like I a whole six-foot man, what are you doing? In
0: a funny way. I've heard this among some girl groups. That is the good-looking, cute ones.
1: Exactly. That will give
0: you the biggest disappointment.
1: I was disappointed. And they say these <laughs>
0: ugly, confident boys are the ones who will deliver stuff you will never forget in your life.
1: Life is a lie.
0: <laughs> Ay, boy. Can you imagine?
1: It, it was so bad. And normally, I would have just stopped talking to him. But now, imagine... What part of a group together we are hanging out together as friends as well and there's other people like that are erupting into all of this so obviously I just cannot like shut him out or ghost him and also to be honest I was starting to like the conversations that we were having on the phone because he started calling me every night you know so we'd stay on the phone every night now we're talking I'm getting to see like different sides of him and the more I spoke to him, the more I realized, oh, he's not just a fuckboy. He's actually like a tip thinker. He's into reading books and stuff. Would call and have conversations about philosophy or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. which was amazing. And I started to see the softer side of him, the emotional side of him. Mm-hmm. So in as much as this was a shit shit, I was like, eh, I'm just going to still talk to him, you know. And though I, I told myself I'm not going to put a label on what we're having, if it's anything, it's going to come from him. So at this point now everybody's just assuming that we're together, right? Everyone's just like, "Oh, your boyfriend," and I'm like, "No, he's not my boyfriend." Cause, How long had it been? Um, this was now just about like met. three, four months.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah.
1: And then um, August came. That was my birthday month, and um, yeah, it was my birthday. I had my big party, and he was there. And mm. that that night now changed everything. Um, because he came and everybody at the party just assumed that, okay, this is your boyfriend, right? Mm. So there were highs and lows, you know, during the night. And he did something, like, he would do something when I was trying to talk to somebody else. He was so insecure and overprotective. He would come and literally grab me by the hand when I was talking to people. I'm like, you're not even my boyfriend. We're not official. So what's this about? At first, I was like, oh, he's insecure. That's cute. Mm. And then it got to a point where I was like, no, dude, now you're just being weird and disrespectful. Because the other time I was talking to my friend's brother, you know, he's, he's sort of like a big brother to me. Mm. And I'm hosting a party. Obviously, I'll talk to everybody, make sure everybody's comfortable, you know. And he just came and he literally grabbed me by the waist. And the guy came and apologized. and said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset your boyfriend. And I'm like, no, that's not how we roll, man. Like, relax, chill. Mm. <sighs> So I didn't talk to him like in the moment, right? He just did it like throughout the night and people noticed as well. And my friends, we would make fun of him like, Ish, that's what, this one is insecure. Do you see the way he's
0: acting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And then it so happened that I had previously spoken to some guy and he was just, I didn't talk to him for long, actually. He just wanted to make me his smash and go, I guess. Mm. So we never really had like good conversation from there. And I blocked him everywhere. So someone brought him to my party for some weird reason. Right. And then this guy came, he was outside, and I was outside just talking to him because he called me out. And he came to me, he's like, oh my God, Sadie, I'm so sorry for the way I treated you. I just wanted to have something. I know today was your birthday. I tried to send you a message. It didn't go through. And I'm like, you didn't have to come here. Mm. And we're just talking with this guy, I'm like, you know what? I don't hold anything against you. It's okay. Just, if you want to join the party, just get in the house. Cause you're standing outside and it's not a good picture to the neighbors. You know, I want everyone to be in the house. Mm. So as I was talking to this guy, I didn't realize that damn it was behind me. And you know, what? there's this satisfaction that comes with telling somebody that I don't want you back or whatever. Right. So I, was, I said to this guy, I know it can never be and everything else. And he's like, yeah, I understand. Um, And, you know, I I, I enjoyed it too much. Mm. (laughs) And I went overboard with
0: it. Mm. I was like,
1: was that everything? Because I need to go back. My boyfriend's waiting for me.
0: (laughs) And Demi's behind. Did I
1: know he was standing behind me? Mm. Tento. The moment I just turned back, I saw this guy. I'm like, snap. Snap.
0: Now in his head. He he had this smile on his face.
1: Like, right, I'm in. And from that night, now things just. And I was thinking, so are we, are we together together like that?
0: But what's so hard about being clear about whether you're together or you're not?
1: I wanted him to ask me and then we agreed that this is defined. This is what we are at this point. Mm. So obviously we spent the night together again because it's my party. <laughs>
0: like, Hopefully this time it was better.
1: Uh, I was in charge. I took over because I was like, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I will not get shit yeah, shit, like, shit like, birthday sex no. If if Please. if
0: you you said to yourself if I leave it to this man I am putting myself at risk of disappointment so I'm not taking that. risk I will not give you a second birthday. chance
1: to disappoint me, sir. So I took I took over. Even I was surprised. I'm like uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> where yeah, is yeah. this coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we spent the night and all of that, and the party finished. And then he called me now the day after the party because he had gone back to where he stays. He had to work. Mm. And um, I wasn't working that time, like, I, w- I had taken my, my holidays. So he called me, he's like, um, I want to apologize for the way I acted. I understand, like, it was a bit embarrassing at some point. I don't even know who I am. Because, like, he had his phone on the ring, like, so he was just recording, like, everything that was happening. So he said, I watched back the videos and I'm actually embarrassed of the way I was acting. I'm like, no, it's okay, just don't, don't be possessive like that again. And then he said, it made me realize something. I'm like, what? It made me realize how much I r- really like you. I'm like, okay. And then he officially asked me. Finally, he was like, I think I want you to be official. I want you to be my girlfriend.
0: Mm. I'm like, oh. And what did you say?
1: Took you long enough, but okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was ready a long time <laughs> ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
1: okay, fine. So now we're official. We told everybody, like the whole group, we told them like, oh, yeah, we're together now. Mm. And things were great for some time, you know. He stayed far from where I was and I I, I don't drive. So he was like, don't worry, I'd always come. You'd always come down to my Mm hands. Would spend the weekend together. And things were great. We'd talk on the phone every day. You know, I I would get like four hours of sleep Mm -hmm. because I'm on the phone for three hours after work. That's how intense it was. Mm -hmm. And we went on for some time. We were okay, we were okay. He's coming down and all of that. So because of my leaving arrangement, right, he wasn't able to come into my house yeah. because I have like a couple of other girls that I stay with. Mm. So every time we'd come down, we have to like book a place and then spend the weekend. And I told him from the get-go, you know what, this relationship is going to be expensive because if you're coming down, it yeah. means we have, we have to, I, I don't want this financial burden to be on you. So we took turns, right? Mm. If you pay for the hotel, I'll pay for the dinner or the lunch or whatever,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: to split bills. Because at the end of the day, we're all chasing dreams.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I want to make it in life just as much as you do. And I will not hold you back by fending this relationship by yourself, mm. which I thought was very reasonable of me. And at first it was great. We'd do that and everything was working out. And then... And then the friends as well, everything was going great. He would come over, we spent the first day as a group, and then the next day is just the two of us, whatever, he goes back. Everything's fine. And then now the cracks started coming. Mm-mm. Ah, Happened too fast, actually.
0: When you say happened too fast, how long was it between him saying, can you be my babe, and for you to have a crack? A day, a week? I think a month? the
1: first crack came in three months, I'd say. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, mm. so I'm trying to remember this instance. Oh, there was a time when he was meant to come down, right? Mm. So I had already told him like in advance. So now I'm in college and uh, I'm working part-time as well. So I had no days off. If I wanted to see him, I'd have to cancel shifts. That's mm. how it worked. And I didn't mind. So I told him, oh, I have me temporary." break. So, and we, we had spoken about it for a very long time, you
0: know? Mm, mm. I'm
1: like, when I go for my midterm break, because I have a whole week off college, I'll work during the week and then I'm off for the weekend and then we can meet. Grand, we're agreeing, we're in, we're in agreement. I'm excited, I'm gonna see my babe. right? Mm. <sighs> the week came, okay, the week before, I start planning. I'm like, okay, do you want me to come down your hands? It's like, no, don't worry about it, I'll come. I'm like, okay, I found a place that was in neutral. I'm like, okay, this is halfway. At least you don't have to do the whole drive down, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And then I'm like, okay. And then I was sending him links, like, can I book this place or this place or whatever? Mm. Is this okay? He wasn't giving me a straight answer. He was being, I don't know, he was just being shady. Like, his answers were not straight.
0: Like what? What was he saying?
1: He wasn't giving me something straight. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll see. Oh, okay. I I sent him a link of one place. I'm like, oh, this place is amazing. He's like, oh, yeah, it's nice. And then... Mm. Can I go ahead and book? I felt like I was pushing him a little too much. And that's when I said my first lesson, it's not in your head. You're not imagining things. Right. You know, when things like this happen, you'll be like, Right. Exactly. You think, oh, maybe it's just me. Oh, maybe I'm reading way too much into it. And then it so happened. This is like Thursday. This guy hasn't given me a straight answer if he can Mm. make it or not. And I had gotten a nice place. I'd booked like a surprise massage session for him and stuff. And the lady was calling me now, like, are you booking or what? And the more she was giving me pressure, I had to give him pressure, right? Yeah. And I asked him, like, are you coming? He's like, I'm not sure. I'll just confirm at work and everything. Come Friday, he just canceled. He's like, I don't think I'd be able to make it. Mm -mm. I was upset because I had gone through my weekend shifts and I had worked during the week just to keep my weekend open. Yeah why did you make me sh- shift my shifts only for you to cancel the me-, me last minutes? I've worked like literally seven days straight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was pissed off. So I went off at him. I'm like, you should have told me, like your communication mm. is very bad at this He sport. probably
0: knew that he couldn't make it. He anyway. couldn't
1: make it. He yeah. knew from the get-go. That's what pissed me off. Mm. And I went off at him. I-, I went off. He didn't say a damn word. He was quiet the entire time. mm which was weird because i would expect you to say something in your defense he said nothing Mm-mm. and then he said can i hang up
0: mud thing
1: that's what i'm like what is this
0: yo can you imagine so at that
1: point i was like you know what whatever i was too upset i was like you know what? i don't care hang up go and then he just dropped the call and i'm like what just happened You just don't, like, I felt crazy. Like, I felt like, am I insane? Am Mm. I a nag? What's up? Mm. And then he called me the next day. And then now he's coming at me with, oh, I had expenses I had to cater for. And I just couldn't make it. I said, this was going to be on me because I was planning the whole thing. You know, that's how we do it. Whoever initiates on the meet is the one that, exactly. This was going to be on me. So where do your finances come into play in this? Mm. It's like, oh, I just didn't know how to tell you and all of that. The hell? And then he also said something that got him. He said, um, I don't, because when I told him I was going to get the bill, he said, I'm not okay with that. I mean, what? And then I asked him, what do you mean you're not okay with it? We've been doing it for a while and it's been very functional. Yeah. So this is all things. So why is it suddenly a problem? And I think he felt emasculated. He felt like I was taking his virility from him. He wasn't man enough or whatever mm-hmm. the hell his reason was. Mm-hmm. And it just broke my heart because it's something we had done. So I was thinking, for how long have you been feeling like this and not saying anything? That was the first crack. And we got into a fight and I broke up with him. I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Uh -uh. But wait, before I did, this was on a Friday, right? We had this conversation and everything. Mm. And then Saturday, there was an event happening in my city. And we had spoken about it because we knew the person that was hosting it, but then He's not really, he wasn't really nice to us at some point. So we're like, no, we can't attend his event. We had agreed. And then Saturday morning, I opened my WhatsApp, I'm minding my business. I see his brother's um, status and they were together in our city. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought you're at home and you're broke and Mm -hmm. what's this business I'm seeing? Okay. And then I left it. So I think because when they realized I'd filled the status, then this guy calls me now. He says, Okay. Uh, I'm just calling to let you know that I'm in your city. <laughs> I'm attending the event.
0: Well. <laughs> like, yeah? Well. Huh? Mm. Excuse
1: mm. me, sir. Which one is this one? What do you mean you're attending the event when you. <sniffs> I, I cried buckets. I was of, broken.
0: Uh, uh, oh, hold on. Out of curiosity, do you listen to Podcasting Chill with Mike G?
1: Yes, I wish I did. I
0: had a feeling you did. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I use that line so many times when I'm talking to my friends that I know listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. Which one is this? Which one, one, is, which this one? is this? Wide?
0: Oh yeah! <laughs> oh like yeah! By the, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you don't listen to podcast and chill with Mac G, I don't know what you're doing. Uh,
1: it's it's an amazing it's a damn one. He he so D- a did hilarious. you go to the
0: um to the function they had in Birmingham, Manchester, and London?
1: No, I didn't. Oh snap! Did oh, yeah.
0: oh man, you 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 absolutely missed out. Oh god! it's it's, it's a shame that you are not in the UK
1: well because, it <laughs> because
0: because if you were you would have absolutely loved it I missed it because I was in Paris
1: oh geez
0: so ah yes both of us missed out but anyway yes go on anyway,
1: then I say, which one is this one mm. and then he called me I think out of guilt or something and then he said oh well I'm in your city just thought I should let you know mm. and I'm like oh I'm home remember I would cleared my weekend schedule so I'm at home and then he's like oh I was just letting you know and then he hung up
0: what the hell man <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like
1: at this point I'm feeling disrespected.
0: Yeah.
1: Out of anything else, I'm like, you could have just told me that you can't be with me because you want to go to this event. Mm. You are a grown man, I'm not gonna tie you down and beat you. Honestly, so, like So
0: what's the age difference between you two?
1: He is um three years older than I am.
0: Okay. You should be in a position to be open and transparent. Exactly, and not feel like exactly.
1: You, need to hide. you are the adult in this relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. yet you're the one acting like a child. Mm. So I, after that, I was like, I sent him a message, text actually, I didn't even bother to call him, I texted him and then I said, you know what, I can't do this. Because if you can't be honest with me with the little things, God knows what else you're not being honest about. So I broke it off that Saturday. I was, yeah, I was crying.
0: But why are we crying when you're when the one who... I, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> you're bringing the heartbreak on yourself. You're cutting it off, so why are you crying? I was in pain. I was crying my eyes out, and
1: I'm seeing statuses of him dancing. And I'm like, ah, ah, you're enjoying, <laughs> you're drinking honey. <laughs> mm. And I'm here crying, you're mm. drinking Hennessy and enjoying living your best life. Mm. Never. And then something happened, because something, like, you know when you just have that feeling that, oh no, maybe he'll come over and say, let's talk since he's close by. Mm. I told you we stay with... Uh, his relative, right? So it's just just the aunt. Mm. So the aunt was even calling him, saying, oh, can you come over, bring drinks, and then we just chill or anything like that. And then he said, I'll see. This was Saturday night. Saturday night went by. I'm like, "Ah, maybe Sunday when he's not hungover, before he goes back. He would just come. He was literally 20 minutes from where I stay Mm. at this point. So I was thinking, maybe he can just drive down and come and we talk. Nothing. He left It's now Monday and he's back in his city.
0: I'm
1: like, I no, I can't do this. This was Monday. I'm like, I had registered. I'm not in this relationship anymore. I'm by myself.
0: And all along, there was no communication. No communication
1: during that time. And now his brother now. His brother is the one that was calling me. He's like, Mm. are you okay? Because we always used to FaceTime Mm. every day. So he called me on FaceTime. The moment I saw him, I just broke down. Mm-mm. and he's like no don't do that he wasn't supposed to treat you like that i'll talk to him i said no don't just leave him and then he called me right after obviously the brother had told him and then he said i heard you a cry
0: uh. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: now he's even acting surprised why are you crying and i'm like I, are you insane uh, you know that that was the moment i was when i said a good guest knows when to leave that yeah. was when I should have that, just. That was the
0: perfect time for you exactly. to jump Exactly, that and was leave. when I
1: was I was just supposed to go and go for
0: real. So where did you stay?
1: Uh, now he started being me. Now he's trying to be nice. It's like oh, so we do the stupid thing. I told you like with Drake fans, right? You like write stupid Drake lyrics on his status, and I'm like oh, that's for me, obviously. And then mm. I would write something else until he just called me. I think like four or five days later, it's like mm. oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't supposed to do that. I was so selfish and all of that. I'm like, yeah.
0: Do you you know, in a funny way, you earlier on described him as a guy who acknowledges he likes Drake and is not described as a simp, right? And he's not afraid to be described (laughs) as a simp. His behavior is very simpish. He's simping. If simping, if If you think about the fact that he can't be honest and transparent about how he's really feeling, couldn't be man enough to tell you, I can't come to you and be with you because I want to be at this event.
1: Exactly. And
0: not be man enough to say, look, I don't really like you paying for this because it makes me feel this way. And not being man enough to come and see you after you had said, you know, Yeah, that you don't
1: exactly.
0: Want
1: him it, which was weird anyways, now that I think about it. But anyway, he came back and I'm like, okay, we're fine. We we can we can work things out. We just need to be honest with each other and all of that. And we got back together, stupidly enough.
0: So but why did you get back with him?
1: Because honestly, apart from the fact that well, I thought maybe we can still make things work. I also didn't want things to be awkward because remember, his brothers are my friends, and we're all. I didn't want to mess up the dynamics of the group. That's one thing I kept telling myself. But
0: he's the one who's messing it up anyway. I was like, ah,
1: this is... I I always used to say, this is going to be weird for everybody. And I didn't want that. So for for the longest part of the relationship, sometimes I was fed up, but I couldn't go because I I kept thinking of everybody else. You know, Mm. like, uh, if I lose them, I'm going to lose friends, which happened eventually. But at that point, I was like, no, I want to preserve my friendships and I want to preserve my relationship. Mm. So I kept it going. And then this went on and on and on. And then something weird started happening. The brother now starts giving me problems.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah, the brother, one of the boys, the one that had been my friend from from the start.
0: What kind of problems?
1: I don't even know to this day, to be honest. And at first I thought it was in my head again, but it felt like we were kind of, Competing for his for the brother's time, oh uh, yeah, exactly. Which is very weird.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: I felt like I I felt like he he thought I was a threat to whatever brother bond they had, or was taking too much of his time. Mm. But at first, I was like, ah, nah, ah, you're crazy, girl. Like mm. this this is not even realistic. It doesn't even make sense.
0: Because
1: every time we'd come over, the brother would just say like he would say weird things. Like what? The other time we went to the movies or whatever, and it was just me and him and the brother, and the other friend was supposed to be there, but she couldn't come because she was working. Mm. And then we did everything together. We literally spent the first day of the weekend together. I think it was on a Saturday. And then Sunday was meant for me and Demi to be by ourselves, you know, just Mm. being based off. And then he said something when our friend called like, oh, guys, I was the movie. And then he said, oh, I wish you were here because I
0: felt out of place. (laughs) Oh. My uh,
1: (laughs) and now i'm like how did you feel out of place we accommodated you the whole time and when Mm. i tell you i loved this boy with my entire heart the brother he was sort of like my best friend at that point
0: Mm, mm. i had
1: a very soft spot for him yeah yeah you know and uh, i don't know for some reason he just started seeing me as a threat like i'm coming between him and his brother (sighs) How,
0: uh, how old was the relationship at this point
1: so at this point, uh, this was now around December. Yeah. So four or five months. Right. Oh,
0: so so almost yeah four or five months in. You've obviously gone through the honeymoon phase where you're spending the most time with each other and trying to get the best out of each other.
1: Exactly.
0: And then you've had a bumpy patch. And I'm assuming maybe you weren't seeing each other as much as you did before the bumpy yes, patch. Yes, we were not. But this is the time that the brother is now suddenly feeling exactly. like. exactly. That's a bit. Strange, and, you know, I would
1: it? I would put the gang in front, uh, like, ahead of everything else. When I make plans, I make sure I'm accommodating everybody before I yeah. prioritize our relationship. Mm. But it, things just weirdly went south from there. And then me and Demi were having weird problems. We were just fighting, you know. Like, I told you we would speak for, like, three, four hours on the phone every night. Mm. And it felt like at that point, half of our conversations were fights arguing about the stupidest stuff. And it felt like he was just doing things out of formality, you know. It's our thing. We call every night. So now we're just being on the phone out of Just for the sake. Exactly. Because
0: we used to do this and the conversations are not
1: exciting anymore. You know, we used to do like when we started off, we used to do this thing whereby on Sunday he calls me as he's meal prepping, right? Like he's getting his meals ready and would listen to, you know, this whole Apple Share whatever thing where you can listen to the same music at the same time. Yeah. So we'd do that and we'd make a playlist, mm. like for me to listen to as I work during the week. So we would be making uh, this playlist. In love, it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was magical. We're listening to old school music. We're making playlists for me to listen to.
0: You know, I grew up at a time where you would make a CD <laughs> and we used to go, and I hope this guy is listening, right? There was a guy in the uni called James Monsaka. Yeah, And if there's anybody from the uni I went to, please ask James to listen to this. James Munsaka was in IT. So he had um, a crazy computer. And at that time, it's when CDs could be burnt onto. And he had the only computer that could burn CDs on campus. Hey. And on top of that, he was the only guy who had the biggest music library ever. Ooh. So you would charge you 10 bucks. And we'd say, what songs do you want? You'd make a CD. you would even prepare a cover and send it to you. Yes. yes. So yeah. for the babe that I had in uni, yeah, James Munsaka was my, was my connector. I was like, hey fam, <laughs> here's a CD. Burn these tunes. You'd burn the tunes and then I will deliver. Then she would go and listen. Then she would say it was lovely. That was nice. Eh? but that whole process would take three days that's luck and here you are doing meal prep at the same time listening to music time. at the same time
1: this was our version of james
0: ah, this is love
1: <laughs> it was lovely and would listen to old school music you know i'm talking 90s r&b mm. early 2000s and you're like you know when you can relate like oh my god i love this song oh i yeah, love it too and yeah, then like oh it reminds me of this time or whatever whatever which was very good at the time, so and now all of
0: this is changing. It just now.
1: changed, you know. Sometimes I remember we had a big argument over this. He called me the other time. He was, he wasn't like he wasn't mentally on the phone with me. His mind was somewhere else. You could tell
0: else. this person is talking, but he's exactly. not here. Yeah.
1: And I told him the first time, if you're tired, just let me know. Like, you know what, babe? Mm. Tonight I won't be able to talk to you because mm. I'm, I'm tired. I'll let you rest, and then we can always talk tomorrow. But then you just call me, and he's not there. And I'm like, babe, are you listening to me? And he's like, yeah, I'm here. But I, I can actually sense you're not there. So I told him, like, I don't like it. And then he kept doing it. Until one point, I was like, ah, fuck off. I <laughs> know this time I'm pissed. I'm like, listen, you cannot do this out of mandate. And yeah. you'd get very defensive. One thing about this, Demika, he was he stubborn. Mm. Jesus Christ, he would argue until the sun comes up. Did he work out at the gym? Yeah, he did. Uh. He did. Yeah, okay. Which is also... Like part of the reason why I fell for him, I'd say, was he told me a story like, "Oh, he used to be bigger before, Mm. and then he started going to the gym." And I could see this determination in him, Mm -hmm. you know. And it was it was so attractive because I saw the commitment that he put into this gym and like this great transformation. And I was like, "Ah, well, his head is in the right place." Mm. And also, as I did that, I was discovering some parts of him like. He had great potential, but he always used to say, well, my background, how I was raised. He had a bit of like an unfortunate background financially. So he's like, oh, well, I never really got chances. So he had this thing of looking down on himself. And I felt like this is my babe. I was hyping him up because I also have this toxic trait that I have where I feel like I can fix everybody. Girl. Ah."
0: Put that trait away you I swear fast. to
1: God, it has killed me so. We there is many no way times. we can we can
0: fix anybody.
1: I th- I, like, I think no chance. I think I can shape shift anybody to be anything. Mm. So I was there, I was trying to shape shift him. It worked to some extent. There are some parts of him that he changed. Even he said it after we broke up. It's like you did something to me that no one could ever be able to do. You you made me realize the inner the inner version of me, the actualized version of myself. You know, I was pushing him. I was his cheerleader. I was, because, you know, for me, for a relationship to work, I feel like you should be able to feed off each other. You'll feed off me and I feed off you and we grow together. But it kind of felt like he was only doing the feeding. He was feeding off me and I was starved,
0: you know. You know, I've, I've heard this before about insecure people, that they cover a lot of their insecurities with things that are outward adorning. So, yeah. okay, let's just talk about his sexual performance, right? From yeah. from, from the first I- impression you gave me, it was poor. It was. Right. Um, and then let's just talk a little bit about his ability to communicate whether he can or he can't do something. It feels like it's very weak. He doesn't have the balls to say it. Yeah. So all of this get layered by the physique. So I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to pump out. I'm going to look buff and solid. Yeah, and, and compensate. Off the back of that, by the moment people look at me at first glance, they're like, "Oh, this guy is really something." Because it takes a lot to go to the gym.
1: Yeah, it does. I've
0: been wanting to go to the gym since I was ten. <laughs> right, I'm forty now, and I still ain't been to the gym.
1: <laughs> Please right? go to the
0: gym. <laughs> so, so honestly, I have so much respect for people who do the gym because that is one of the utmost definitions of determination. Yeah. So it. it I am. I'm starting to get a real image of this guy to say he really wasn't as solid as he painted himself to be.
1: He wasn't. And I felt like, oh my God, I'm I'm able to 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 reach to these layers, you know, just get to see the deep cause everybody else saw him as this confident exactly. person and he was vulnerable with me. Mm. And we did this thing where I said like we're creating a, a safe space for all of us to be vulnerable, mm. you know. You can come and be vulnerable. I can be vulnerable in this space. There's no judgment, just mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. So he always used to come in the safe space and just be vulnerable. He's telling me about his dreams, what he's always wanted to do, things that he doesn't really show. Like this deep that he reads, you know. <laughs> People who know him don't even know like he reads. He's that a deep, wide yeah. reader, you know. Yeah. And we're supporting each other. I will buy him unreleased books and all of that stuff. You see,
0: but all of this stuff that he's reading is not really translating into, into taking care of you because, you know, you you guys no longer sp- speak for three, four hours anymore, do you?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. And not you're having
0: really long conversations, and 90% of it are fights. Yep. So why are we guys fighting so much? Is it because you are seeing someone?
1: I don't know. I never really looked into it. I was actually scared to go down that road because I was like, oh my God, if there is somebody else in the picture, what's going to happen? And I became so obsessed with keeping this relationship that I was like, no, nothing can come
0: between us. And That's a bit funny because all you wanted to do was screw him.
1: I don't know, like I caught feelings along the way, you know, this hard thing just works in a very weird way. Mm. I remember one time we had a fight and it was a stupid fight as well. And we didn't talk for a long time. Like I dropped, that's when he was like, oh, he was absent on the phone. And then I just dropped the call, and he never called back. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he never called back. You only called to shout at me, like, oh, so if I don't call, you don't call me over that stupid fight. I'm like, your partner left the call angry. You never bothered to check how they're doing. And we fought, and it was so stupid. I remember talking to my sister, and I told her, she said, girl, just leave. Just leave. Clearly, this is not working. Why are you still there? Do you know what I said?
0: Why were you still there?
1: Do you know what I said? What? I said, no one is going anyway. If this relationship is burning, I will lock the door and we'll burn inside. Aya. I literally said that. I don't know. I don't know what I was high on.
0: <laughs> Inferno, <laughs> we say, more.
1: We will burn inside. <laughs> Everyone is burning here. No one is going anyway. Mad. And my sister was like, hey, eh, at this point, I can't even help you. Just go. Even when he came, he was trying to apologize. I said, it's okay. It's fine. Let's just focus on getting better. Let's just fix ourselves. Let's be okay. I was too obsessed with keeping this relationship going. I was I was that 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 what do you call it? That guest that didn't know <laughs> when to
0: leave. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. The guest who overstayed their welcome. Yeah. And it went on. I had December there was another fight, Christmas involved. That's when I realized that the brother is seriously beefing with me. Mm. Because December he made a lot of trips Our other friend at a birthday, he came down. And then he came down to see me. And then he was going to come down f- to spend Christmas with his family. And when he was with me, the brother was like, that's when Spider-Man was released. Stupid stories. Mm. Spider-Man was released. The brother said, oh, well, we're going to watch Spider-Man. I said, no, he's spending the weekend with me because you're going to see him for like Christmas till New Year's. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're going to watch Spider-Man Lee. This guy called us at um, seven on a Saturday. We're chilling. We're in the, in the hotel room. We just relaxed, you know, because it's cold as well. It's December. Because he said, I'm coming, we're going to watch Spider-Man. And I said, no, we're not. And, you know, he actually caught beef over that. Stupid as it sounds. Mm. It was like, no, but then I told my brother when Spider-Man comes out, we're going to watch it the weekend it premieres because we don't want spoilers.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, it's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, he, he was like, hey, I'm staying neutral. I'm not going to pick a side. And it really annoyed me. because yeah, when, of course, when, yeah. when, when we're together, I would say something like, no, your brother is being ridiculous. Mm. And then when the brother's on the phone, he's quiet. He's not saying anything, which was unfair. Now I look like the bad guy.
0: Mm.
1: I saw from that weekend. I was like, you know what? Your brother is seriously beefing with me. And then we had an altercation with the brother one day because I was just, I was sick and they were annoying me. And the brother started doing like little things that would annoy me intentionally because this guy's in Debede, right? I'm Shona. Mm -hmm. So our communication was always in English because Mm -hmm. the brother doesn't really, and Demi speaks both languages very well, Mm -hmm. but the brother doesn't understand Shona the same way I just understand Debele, debele, but not to the extent of having an entire conversation. Tell me why this guy would come and just start speaking to his brother in Debele and I'm there. How rude was that of him? And it's just the little things you just do to tick me off. So one Mm. day I snapped at him, you know, I feel strongly about things with domestic violence and all of that. And he kept showing me a video on his phone of some girls being bitten and stuff. And he's like, I don't want to see that. And he kept bringing it back. And I'm like, so I snapped. I'm like, don't do that again. And then I went off at him and all of that. He's been angry at me since then until this very day.
0: So you don't talk since then?
1: Yeah. I called him several times because I told the brother, like, I don't want to put you in a compromised position because we're still together at the time. So I was like, I don't want this to be weird for you. So I would just try and talk to your brother. I will apologize. It takes a lot to get me to apologize. I called him. I'm like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have spoken to you like that. Mm. Ah, it's not bad, Jay. Second time around, he's not bad, Jay. Christmas time came. I couldn't even see Demi to give him his Christmas gift mm. because um, the brother was there and it was going to be weird for everybody. Mm. And then from there, we're just fighting. We're fighting. Debbie's birthday was January. So I had previously asked him like, what's an ideal birthday for you? Because he always used to say, no one celebrates my birthday with me. I'm always by myself. Mm. So I wanted it to be special because by this time we are hanging by a thread and I thought this could be our saving grace. So he's like, I would want maybe just to go somewhere, just somewhere nice with a great view, have a nice dinner, blah, blah, blah. I made it happen. I went all out. Mm. Got one of the best restaurants, hotels ever. I will show you the picture. Like this place is like, old glass hotels, you know, with a
0: view. I got
1: the best suite and I'm like, you know what? For Mm. my babe, this could save us.
0: Mm.
1: Ah. (laughs) I was lying to myself.
0: It came over
1: like Mm. that weekend was great. And I thought we were right. This was the end of January. But we started fighting again. Towards Valentine's, he tried to fight with me intentionally. You know, when someone just intentional. Convenient
0: time to fight. I had heard those stories, but I didn't know how real it was (laughs) until it happened. Mm.
1: Because, you know, he was just really trying to press my buttons. And I would just move back and he would still try to come at me. He was fighting with himself at that point because I wasn't fighting with him. He was really trying to get something going, and I'm like, uh-uh. that's when I said we'll bend inside.
0: That's around the so feet. you're like, nowhere. I am going away like uh, we'll, this. We will
1: fix this. Mad. If you're upset, go outside, drink water, come Your back. Mag. We continue. <laughs> I, I was so toxic to myself,
0: even at that point. I still don't understand what it is that you were benefiting from that would have made you behave I like this. Know, just
1: the thought of me being in a relationship, I don't know what it was, you know. I just Because I kept saying, I'm not ready to process a breakup at this point. Mm. Valentine's came. I got nothing. You know, when I say nothing, including a text message, Mm. zero, nothing. (laughs) And I never spoke about it. I didn't say anything to him. Not even abbreviations, Happy Valentine's Day, nothing happened. And the funny thing is the clock struck 12 as we were on the phone. From the thirteenth until the fourteenth of February, we were on the phone. The date changed, he still said nothing. Mud. I know this phone, I was like, <laughs> sir, it's been great. I knew the right thing to do. I knew I just had to leave, but I didn't. I didn't leave in time. And then something weird happened. He always used to send me like um, podcasts to listen to and all of that stuff. Right. He sent me a podcast by Stephen Furtick. I don't Mm. know if you know Elevation Church or whatever. No. So he always used to send me me like sermons after Sunday. Mm -hmm. He sent me one sermon and I listened to it. Mm. In that sermon, the preacher said, do not hold on to what is hurting you. (laughs) It stuck with me. And I I knew, it's like I was praying and God was saying, you know what to do. Because the other time we had a fight, I asked him, oh, when am I seeing you? We hadn't seen each other since his birthday. And mm. this is now end of February, like over a month.
0: Mm.
1: I had asked them, when am I seeing you? And we fought about that. And we had reached a point whereby because I was trying to avoid fights, I could be unhappy about something. And I'll just get off the phone and cry and act like I'm okay.
0: This guy was over it, wasn't he? I, I he, think like he was that's, that's what I said. It's,
1: it's natural. I think he fell out of love, but he just didn't know how to tell me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think that ties in very well with one of your lessons, which is it's natural to fall out of love.
1: It is. It is very. It, people fall out of love as quickly as they fall in love sometimes. Mm. And it's, it's it's okay. Just communicate it.
0: And he never did. So you reckon he fell out before, before yeah. you fell out? Uh, by
1: that time, he had, he had checked out mentally. He was not in it. I could feel. Because I told Why him. Why though? I told him after we broke up, I said to him, you know what? You used to look at me a certain way, like you could see heaven in my eyes. And at this point, you couldn't even look at me. I, it's like I was disgusting him for some reason. And I never understood it. But after I heard that sermon, I just... One day, I decided... After we'd had another petty fight, mm. I made up my mind. I said, you know what?
0: This is time to leave.
1: This is it. We even... thought <laughs> about breaking
0: up? What do you mean you <laughs> thought about breaking up?
1: I sent. Him, I, I spoke to him on a Thursday night, right? Yeah. And... That conversation, I had nothing. My mind was not there. Because I was deciding that, you know what? This is it. I'm done. So I woke up Friday morning. Mm. I I was on my way to college. I sent him a message. I was like, we need Mm. to talk. Mm. And then he said, what is it about? And then I realized that, oh snap, he still has to go to work Mm. and he's going to be back like around 10-ish. So I said, let him work.
0: And Mm. then we'll
1: talk after, because he's going to call me anyways, out of habit. So I said, I will talk in the evening. Tell me why this guy was fighting with me because of that. He's like, so why did you bring it up? Uh, yeah. Hey, And now he's sending me voice messages. He's shouting at me. He's like, you've ruined my day. Now I can't even work. I can't even focus. And I'm like, why are you panicking? Mm-mm. Why are you jumping? And then when I was on the phone with him that night, I said, you know what? I just told you we need to talk and you're already fighting. Does that feel normal to you? Does that sound healthy? What if it was something deep? Like I want to tell you I have cancer or what? Yeah. And already you're fighting with me. So I told him, like, I tried, I gave this my best, but clearly it's not going anywhere. So I broke it off at night. And then now he's giving me crocodile tears. He's all like, oh, I thought we are getting better. This meant something to me. I was like, it's okay. It's fine. That that was in March, 11th of March, I remember. I was not okay for some time, you know. I wasn't myself. Usually, I'm a crier, me, I cry. Trust me, I will cry. For the first time, I could not cry for like a week. My emotions were just numb. I felt pain, but I couldn't cry. Mm. And because of that, I had somatic symptoms of stress. My face puffed up. Mm -mm. My eyes looked like I hadn't slept in 20 years. Everybody now is asking me, what's happening
0: with you? Mm.
1: I could not cry. Like, I I remember one day I sat on the floor for almost three hours and it was cold. I just sat there with my legs curled all the way to my chest and I couldn't, I couldn't speak. I was just sitting there. No tears came out of my eyes. For like a good week or so, I was going to work college in zombie mode Mm. until one of my friends took me. She's like, okay, I'm gonna come and take you. I've booked a spa for you. We had the spa treatment and then we went by the beach. Mm. The moment I just looked at the ocean, I broke down. And she just left me there. I think I cried for like a good two, three hours by myself. Wow. That was the first time in a long time. Mm. And then I started slowly processing it. He's gone, he's gone, he's gone. And yeah, it's it's been a rough journey,
0: but... Funny enough, I think I remember that period. You, yeah. Because you reached out and you said something. And you said, when I'm ready, I'll talk.
1: Exactly. I was listening to, yeah. was listening I, to The Feeling Station.
0: I, I don't know what episode you'd listen to and you're like, oh yeah, I didn't know. thank you for the work that you're doing. I'm going through something. When I'm ready, I'll reach out and talk. And all I said was, all in good yeah, time, there's no that, pressure. That
1: it was around that time. You know, when
0: you want to come knocking on the door and we talk, just let me know.
1: When I tell you The Feeling Station was therapeutic for me because I would listen to it. I would listen to some episodes and I'm like, I can so relate to this. I know the pain this person's going through. Mm. and yeah I did a couple of things that I would not have normally done like what <laughs> if I said people will know I'll tell you off air but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> people
1: will know who I okay, am right, people okay. will know who all I right, am right. but then I started this self-love journey yeah, here, but yeah. I put myself first because we broke up on the 11th I get myself flowers on the 11th of every month
0: you remember this very well and it's really interesting how this whole thing has changed from, I just want to smash and go. To you remembering the day that you broke up and you buy yourself flowers on that day. I
1: don't know how we got there. And something else happened. (laughs) The other time I was here, right? Mm. Because I had just booked myself, right? A solo trip.
0: Is that why you were here?
1: Wait. No, it wasn't (laughs) actually. I I, I just found this place because it's amazing. Mm, Right. Just Mm. after I booked it, the Mm. following day, he texts me and says... I wish we could sit down and talk some time. Like mm-hmm. after everything, I hope we'll be able to just talk. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity. I'm close to your end. So if you want to come over and just talk, mm-hmm. he said he'll do it. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, grand. I was supposed to be here on a Friday. So I told him like, tell me the day you want to come because I don't want you in my hotel room thinking I'm leading you on or anything. Yeah, yeah. We'll just sit by the bar, have drinks and just mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. right? So let me know which day you can make it. Why did I receive a message that said um, I'm being trained for a new role at work so I won't be able to make it. Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't try- and I had mentally
1: prepared myself so he took me steps back. You know, I was doing so well and then
0: I think this is what you mentioned earlier on to say that you you played you was he playing was playing god, god with, with your my emotions. emotions. Exactly because okay.
1: at this time I'm crying because I'm thinking he's not a part of my life anymore. How does mm. he still have so much control over how I feel? It's called love, man. I know, man. It's toxic. <laughs> but so he just and for the first time, he said, "I'm not coming." Blah blah blah. But normally, I would have gone off because that's who I am. I just said, "Okay." I didn't say anything else. I just said, "Okay." He said, "I'll make it up to you." I'm like, "Okay." And then he saw I was in a different city at a different time.
0: Yeah.
1: Then he decided to just come and say, "I'm where you are. Can we talk?"
0: So he came round. He he,
1: he came and
0: I wondered whether you were you 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 might have. Uh, had somebody around?
1: That time I was yeah. I was with my friends, actually. Oh,
0: are you, are you, are you with your friends at I that was, time?
1: But I didn't even tell them I'm going outside to meet him because they would kill me. They, they had seen what had happened so, to So why did you do it? I just felt like I wanted to hear the story from his and how did he interpret everything that had happened.
0: Or you missed him?
1: Mm, no. I do miss him, but not like that. I miss our conversations. I miss the little things we used to do together, but miss mm. him as my boyfriend. Fuck no.
0: So how long did you guys talk downstairs and you left mm-hmm. your friends?
1: You know, we'd gone out. We just came out from the club. That was like around two. And then he called me. He said, he's coming over, 2.30ish. I sat there until six. Mad. And we were talking. He's crying. I'm crying. It's all you said. You said, just like our arguments, it was not about having the other person to see things from where you're standing. Yeah. It was more like proving how you
0: are right and the other person's wrong. That's the problem with listening to respond and not yeah, listening exactly. to exactly. So understand. determined
1: to be right. So adamant on you being right and the other person being wrong. So because what were
0: you right about?
1: Um, well, the first thing that I wanted him to do was just to admit that he fell out of love. For starters, just just be open with me. We are not together anymore. Just say like I wasn't feeling the same anymore. It took him so long.
0: Did he eventually say it?
1: Yep, he did because he called me last week.
0: Last week? Yeah. <laughs> and what did he say?
1: And now he's like, um, I said, just a bit, you fell out of love. And then he said, yes, I did. And then I said, you hated me. You resented me. I could tell by the way you were looking at me. And then he said, yes, I did.
0: But what was he resenting you for?
1: He said, I saw a different side of you that I didn't realize you had when we were together or when we are starting off. Which was? Um, he said, I'm condescending sometimes. I'm controlling. Sometimes I would undermine him. He said that that side of me he didn't like. And then I said, how come you never made an effort to communicate this when we're together? He's mm. like, no, because people always joke about, oh, you're such a know-it-oh. Yeah, people say, oh, Sadie's "Oh, I know everything and all of that. And he's like, yeah, I saw that about you and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, still, I still don't care about it. You know,
0: in, in the last few months, I've learned the importance of being transparent transparent yeah and just being able to communicate with, with whoever it is whether this is with with mom with dad with brother your sister your partner your workmates just be transparent and open because it it really helps with your communication and if you're able to speak with me transparently about everything it's easy for me to tell you how i really feel
1: exactly knowing
0: that you'll receive it and you should feel the same about me now, you guys didn't feel very transparent. Well, more on his part. Yeah. Because for some reason, it feels like he just couldn't open up. You needed a time to exactly, open up. Which is why when you flipped and you're upset, it took a few days to get himself together and then communicate.
1: Yeah, because he always used to say we're extreme opposites. I vocalize my feelings. If mm. you hurt me, I will let you know. If you make me happy, I will let you know. I always vocalize what I'm feeling. And he claims to be the opposite. So much that the other time I was like, it feels like I'm the one who's always complaining here. Guess what this guy said to me? Mm. He said, some of us choose to focus on the positive. Wow. That's what he, that that, that was his response. Yeah, because some of, I said, it seems like I'm the only one who's always complaining. I always have something that I'm not happy about. He said, I also have things I'm unhappy about, but some of us just choose to focus on the positive.
0: So why haven't you blocked him?
1: Because, I don't know really, because also our, Our paths always cross in different ways. Like I mentioned, I stay with his aunt, right? At some point, the aunt was in hospital. And because it's, I think it's just like that with everybody. He had no idea. Until I called him, I'm like, do you know your aunt is not here? Is not here. She's in the hospital. It's like, oh, I had no idea. I said, yeah, because when I asked her, she said, you don't reach out to her. You don't talk to her. So, and I don't know. I blocked him at some point, like just after the breakup, because I told him, I don't want you to see me hurting. And then you'll come back because you feel guilty. For your own conscience, you'll come back and try to make amends. I don't want you to feel sorry for me like that.
0: Well, he's only 20 minutes away from here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My car's ready. <laughs> Let's go say your are blood. bloody. Yeah, All right, fam. <laughs> I, choose <peace. laughs> I choose peace.
1: I choose peace. I choose peace. Yes, and I'm realizing like a lot of things are happening for him. He got the promotion. And those are things that we used to work on together. You know, he was scared to
0: so you apply. So you got him. Exactly. Ready. You got him ready for the better version of him he that m- you're n- not experiencing oh, anymore. Uh, and <laughs>
1: also, he's moved in with his brothers. They're literally staying in the same house now. So mm. hey, that's going to be something else. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, it,
0: <laughs> Looks like you spared yourself um, a lot of... Unnecessary conversations with a man who's not confident about who he is or what he wants. Yeah, which I have been made to understand is very frustrating for a lot of women.
1: Yeah, and some things you only started opening up. Oh, I forgot one important. So there was a time when I had a pregnancy scare. I thought I was pregnant, but I wasn't. And when I first saw the signs, we were we were fighting, so I didn't tell him, and I took the test by myself. So I only told him later in passing, like, "Oh, I thought I was pregnant, and I took the test." In the moment, she was like. No, you're supposed to tell me we're supposed to do this together because we're a couple and you can't do this by yourself. And I'm like, well, he's very understanding and responsible.
0: Mm.
1: Only for him to say it now, after, like, when he called me Mm. after the breakup and everything, I was like, "Uh, that was very weird that you just went on and did the test by yourself because I was thinking, were you not confident in me being the father of the child? Mud! On God, I swear. I was like, what? And why are you only saying this now? And now he's telling me, because I used to say to him, Let's go. This person's coming over for a concert. Let's go watch like Mapurisa. Let's go watch Burn Up and whatever. It's like, no, I'm trying to not drink, and this events will be triggers for me. And I'll go with my friends. And then he's opening up for the first time. He said, I was so insecure every time we go out, and I'm wondering what you're doing. Uh, ah, <laughs> I'm like, ah, time for this, I don't have, honestly. You're a grown man acting like a child. You did yourself
0: ah. a favor. And and I think the blessing in all of this is that now you know exactly what insecurity looks like.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And if any guy really likes Drake... Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm on a two-year cleanse. You know if you know, anybody's going to be telling I'm you that, oh yeah, I really agrees. mean to Drake. I... I, I... I'm on a two-year cleanse yeah, because I don't yeah. think I'm in a position to give or receive love as it yeah, stands. If anyone yeah. just comes in my DMs, I'm feeling so upset. I'm like, eh, hey, hey, leave me alone. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm going to take my time.
0: I'm taking my time. Well, thank you so much, Siddiqui. Oh, thank um, you for having me I'm going to play your lessons back First one up You're not crazy It's not in your head It makes sense Because you got the vibe that mm, Yeah You know Something about the same right Lesson number two A good guest knows when to leave Boy you should have left <laughs> A long time ago
1: Way you back know, You
0: You had all the signs For you to leave
1: Way back
0: And then third It's not I mean it's natural To fall out of love
1: Yeah
0: Yeah You know in this, it, Just as you described the, the ease with which You fall into love Is the very same That you can fall out of it yeah and then last but not least love is love is not enough yeah I almost feel like if people could strip love out of the equation, then relationships would be great exactly you know, because love if i I've said this too many times if you're making the, the foundation of what you guys are about, you're screwed exactly it you takes know, find more something than that. that anchors you people and then because it anchors you so well. You know, you guys have love as the cherry on top of all of that. So that when the love becomes weak and it's not so firm, you've got something to fall back, to on, fall that, back on that exactly. ground already. And reminds you of why you got together in the first place. Yep. You guys have been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station. I'm your host, Tinto, and I will catch you in next weekend's episode. Peace.
1: Oh, tell me
0: what you Tell me what you feeling. Kati zandaru waini andi chake zaimu Let me talk about my feelings Let me talk about my feelings, yeah Urudoi motoru noto kujiziru amai Kujiziru amai, love is a fire Urudoi motoru noto kujiziru amai